Welcome to the podcast, Your Turn Women, with your host, Melody Holman. In this podcast, we'll explore women's health with stories, interviews, and the cheers for when goals are achieved. But the best part of all will be for you, as a woman, to learn to say fuck off to everyone who tells you what you should do, and to say yes to taking back what you need to be at your optimum health. Hey friends, my name is Melody and this is a brand new podcast called Your Turn. Here's the deal. The deal is, is Your Turn Women was created back in 2011 by myself and a friend, Don Marciniak. Blah, 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 blah. There's a long story there. We'll get into that at some point. But here's the real truth. After all these years, I've been wanting to do a podcast, wanting to do a podcast because I feel like this is something that everyone needs to hear. So I'm going to share it with you. Your turn is all about a woman who is absolutely tired of being someone's bitching call girl. We are so sick of putting everyone else on the calendar except ourselves. And when I mean sick, when I say sick, I actually mean sick. We're sick and actually tired. Why do you think that is? Because we have been raised as a culture, at least many of us, to put everyone else first, 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 first. We put every other human we know first. Why do we do that? I don't know, because we think it makes us a good person, I guess. And then all of a sudden, we're sick, we're tired, and quite possibly fat. Yeah, I said it, fat. Do you know why? And then they choose to blame us. It's your fault. Should exercise more. Should eat right. You should get more rest. You should watch your stress. Shut up. Stop that right now. Are you kidding me? I can't eat right because my kids are demanding and they have so many activities on the schedule. Who can make a gosh darn meal? Not me, right? When we do, I'm going through the fast food restaurant. Why? Because it's all I got time for. And you know what? The only way to wake me up in the morning is with a mocha chocolate and a muffin because God help me, I need to have some pleasure in my life. Yeah, pleasure. That's where I get my pleasure. And then after I'm done with that, I got my boss, I got my friends, I got my people who think that they're my friends and all they're really doing is asking me for favors. And then they think that I'm the bitch when I say, "Mm, I don't think I can. Yeah, that's right. I've had those friends too. So here's the deal. Way back in 2009, my doc told me, listen, you're heavy. You're actually fat. She didn't say fat, but that's what I heard was fat. I was 241 pounds. Why do you think I was 241 pounds? I'd never been heavy my whole life. Why do you think I was? My dad had gotten sick. That's a really long, super sad story that I'm not going to go into. My dad ended up passing away. I had three babies in like six goddamn minutes, and I'm not even lying, like for real. I had three kids, boom, boom, boom. My dad was sick. My mom was super sad. My husband and I were going through the downturn in the economy. Things were a literal shitstorm, right? Shitstorm. So what was I? I was fat. Why? Because the only gosh darn pleasure I got was from eating. Eating and sitting down, watching other people live their lives on TV, wishing and praying that was my life. Well, it wasn't my life. And all I was doing was getting tired and fat. Yeah, you can go ahead and work out, Mel. Yeah, you can go do for you, Mel, when you're all done doing for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm too tired after that. It's time for me to take a nap. Like, for real, an actual nap. Oh, well, if you exercise, you'd probably feel better. You'd probably have more energy. Yeah, you know what? Fuck off. 
Maybe I don't want to, right? Maybe I just want to take a nap. I did that. That was me. That was my life. Did I love parts of it? Yes, of course I did. I had five children. You don't want to hear about that right now. We'll get into all that shit later. I had five kids. I loved them so very, very much. Loved them. My husband, best thing ever, right? My mom, my dad, my siblings, loved them. Couldn't handle any more begging my doc for an antidepressant. Seriously, that's what I was doing. So I go into my doctor. Doctor says, you really need to do something about this weight. Yeah, right. Thankfully, my husband was super kind. He just would say, oh, you're just so soft. He loved me so much. I loved that about him. And, and I was soft. And I did put everyone else first. Even if I would have told them that to their face right now, they'd probably say no. I had friends who would say, seriously, these are the kind of friends I had. But we all have them. I'm not alone. And it's not a judgment call because I did it to myself. But I would have friends who would say, do you mind if you'd watch my kids over the summer? You know, because you got so many. Yeah, because I got so many. What did I say? Oh, of course, it doesn't matter. Bring them over. Yeah. See, so here's the thing. I know why you're tired. And I also know why our culture is so fucked up that then after expecting us to do everything for them, then they decide that they're going to shame us and judge us and belittle us because we're not a perfect size, whatever, whatever the new perfect size is because it's always changing, right? Like you're too fat and they're too thin and she eats too much and she doesn't eat enough. And, oh, you know, it's possible that the poor girl over there that's real thin has just done a whole lot of Adderall. That's possible. I'm not judging, right? Seriously. Seriously, I was begging for the pills. My doc wouldn't give them to me. You'll hear later how I find that that was actually quite a blessing. But I know where the majority of the women who are everybody's bitch and call girl, I know how they're feeling. Because literally that was me. And that is why your turn, women, is so important. What are we going to do on this podcast? Well, I'm going to do a number of things on this podcast. I'm going to share some super fun stories about how... I lost 98 pounds and then gained 35 back because, again, I forget sometimes that I need to take care of myself first and you get into the mode of taking care of everyone else, again, even though no one would recognize that, you know, because why would they? It's okay for them to need you to take care of them, but it's not okay for you to be selfish enough. Yeah, I said it, selfish. People think you're selfish if you tell them no to doing something they don't want to do or don't want to pay someone else to do. So here, you just do that for me. Oh, and thanks. Yeah. And then as they walk out the door, they think, oh, God, she really should lose some weight. Yeah. Hi. Excuse me. Why don't you take my kids and let me go do something for myself? No. We're not going to do that. What I'm doing is way more important. I get it. I hear you, ladies. I hear you. So here's what we do. Your Turn Women is all about telling women to be selfish again. I tell them that. You'll hear from quite a few of them over the podcast episodes as we go into this. It is time for women to say one of two things. Either A, 
you're going to tell me how awesome I am at whatever size I am when I'm taking care of you and all of your damn needs. And I'm not talking about just one person because there's a culture created about women taking care of every other human and not being allowed to take care of themselves. So either you're going to say, yes, we love that culture. And because we've set that culture standard, we're going to allow you to look how you look, eat how you eat, and we're going to tell you how awesome you are. Well, they would never sell Shape magazine that way and, and all the other health magazines, which is just to try and make us feel bad, which, you know, whatever, makes money and I love money. And so that's super awesome. Or women are going to rise up and say, you know what? You want me to be that. I don't know that I'll ever be that. But I'm going to try to make myself healthy. Because you know what, ladies? Literally, the only thing you got is your health. The only actual thing you own in this entire life is your health. And you know what you do? You take better care of your car. You would never consider putting motor oil in your gas tank. And yet, we do that with the foods that we eat. We would never think to let our car sit on empty in the middle of an a ice storm, like the gas on empty, in an ice storm and not try to run it. Because we know that that gas line is going to freeze up. We won't do it. She's not going to start. She's not going to work well. Right? You take better care, and not just you, so many of us take better care of our vehicles than we do our bodies. And we trade those cars in every, what, five years? For some, they only do it every year. They get a lease. I love that. Right? We take better care of our vehicles than we do the only thing we have that is taking us from birth into the grave. Think about that. For real. And why do we do it? Because many of us, myself included, have been conditioned to do it that way. But then they shame us. Then they ridicule us. Then they tell us that we're not doing it right. And I'm telling you, it is time to take back your power, ladies. It is time to put yourself on the calendar. It is time to put some premium gas in your gas tank. How do you do that? Well, you start maybe by telling people no. And then doing your best to not feel bad about it. Now that takes a while and I get that, right? That takes some doing. I'll never forget when my husband said, I'd like for you to have a little bit of guilt left. Just a little bit. No. Fuck off. Nobody else has got guilt when they tell me no. Why should I? I don't think so. No one says, ooh, I'm going to go golfing. Is that okay? Yeah. Well, okay, sometimes my husband does that. And that is a really nice gesture, and I do appreciate that. But chances are he's still going golfing. And I love him. He's so great. He's super supportive, right? But he has also been conditioned that he's to be taken care of. Like for real. No. So we're going to take back our health. And we're going to do it in a way that says, 
This is my body and I own it. This is the thing that I'm taking with me and I'm going to be proud of it. This isn't about what size you are. Nobody, I mean, maybe you care and maybe the people around you care, but this isn't about that. It's not about your size. It is not about, um, it's not even necessarily about what you eat, right? Some of it's about how you feel when you eat that thing. Your turn, its entire purpose is to empower you to put yourself on the calendar. That's all I want you to do. I want you to realize that this is your body, this is what you've got, and you're going to decide to take care of it. You want to enter your years feeling good, or at least as good as you possibly can. You're not going to apologize for it. You're not going to beg for the time it takes to do it. It is time for you to take care of you. So that is literally what your turn does. In physical form, we actually have an in-person physical support network in Kalamazoo County, Michigan, which is where I live. And some people come from some of the surrounding counties to do and move with us in different various ways, which we'll get into as the podcast goes on. If this is something that you feel like inspires you, if this is something that you're thinking, God, I've been waiting for someone to tell me I don't have to apologize anymore, in a way that is sometimes crass, I'm not going to lie, I use all the words in the dictionary. Do you know why? Because they're just words, and it's totally fine. See, they're there, we're allowed to use them. I don't have to apologize for that either, right? I'm a grown-ass woman who can say fuck who can say pussy because I wanna and because they're actual words and that's cool. So yeah, I'm a little bit crass. Yep, sometimes I'm super sensitive. I'm a total crier and I've got some stories that I'm going to share with you over our days together that I may cry when I'm telling them to you. It's possible. You may cry when you're listening to them. I've had some really amazing experiences with some really amazing women over the years. Right? I'm going to tell you their stories. I'm going to interview some of them. I want some of them to share with you how they felt when they first got started. What they felt like when they finished and achieved that goal that they were aiming to achieve. Some of those stories will have you bawling. And I'm not lying. So we're going we're gonna to do a little sass. And we're going to do a little crying. And I'm, you wouldn't know it from the language I use, apparently. But I'm super spiritual. Your turn was a gift to me from the heavens. I'll share that story at some point. Spirit and I are best friends, right? You can call it God. You can call it divine. You can call it anything you want. Talk a lot about me and my best friend, Spirit, right? My best friend and I, we do a lot. We walk a lot of roads together. So we talk about that. We'll talk about some of the programs that your turn does. We're looking. It's, it's true. I'm doing a podcast because I'm looking to expand. I've wanted to do this for a really long time, and I now feel like I'm ready. I've got five kids. My youngest is now 10. I've got a little bit more time on my hands where I can do some of these things. And so I'm going to take the opportunity and do it, right? So I'm looking to expand our network. I'm looking to expand your network. So your turn isn't just about me. Your turn, if it was about me, would have died a long time ago. 
I mean, I'm fun and I lead a lot of programs. But there are over a thousand women just in our just in our small community that have banded together to reach amazing health and wellness goals that they thought was beyond them to do on their own. Now, it wasn't beyond them to do on their own, but you know, there's something about doing it with somebody else. How I got started was I ran and I met uh, a group of ladies and we did our first marathon together. Super awesome. I'll share all that experiences with you. So we'll do a little bit of that. Some of it's going to be really sappy. Some of it's going to be really inspirational. And some of it is going to be hysterical because I am a runner. I haven't run recently. Long story. But I'm a runner who cannot stop shitting when I run. No, that's for real. Like I seriously have shit my pants so many times that one time I thought I am tired of shitting my pants and I'm going to shit in somebody's yard and we're not going to talk about who because I don't want to be blasted. But that happened. I thought I had two choices. I'm going to shit my pants, which is so horrible to have to run home with, or I'm literally going to shit in this yard right here. I got tons of shit stories. And yes, again, a little bit crass, right? But also really true. I had some people that I know that I've trained and, and um, they're like, oh my God, Mel, if I didn't know that this was normal, I would have stopped running years ago. Yeah, no, it actually is real. Like, I'm not saying it's fun and pleasant, but I've got a pretty good sense of humor and I love to tell the story about how I had to climb under the pine tree to take a poop and I was leaning on a branch. You know, the branch broke. I fell in it. What are you going to do? You got to pull your pants up and go home. Literally, what are you literally going to do that in that moment? Nothing. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. And hysterical. We'll be laughing so hard, we'll be crying. And when I'm telling you some of these stories, I'll be doing those things right along with you because when I remember them, they crack me up. Also, in my community, I've developed some really great relationships with some of our fitness um, experts. And they. They are, they are truly out to support the people in our community getting healthier. And they don't do it in a way that's judgmental. They don't do it in a way that is unkind. They do it in a way that is, uh, well, a couple of them in particular, they do it in a way that's so fun that you almost want to live in their fitness studio. And that is for true. So we'll interview some of them. What are their tips? What are they telling you to do, right? What do they know from all of the people that they've worked with? that they think could be most beneficial to you. How's this going to go down? Well, it's going to go down in what I like to call dumps, which seems completely reasonable seeing that I've shit my pants on multiple occasions. So we're going to do it in dumps. So as you're listening to this, you can get out of this podcast and you can look down and you can see maybe 10 to 12, I don't have them all finished yet, but 10 to 12 more episodes, right? You can binge them. You can listen to them on your walk, on your run. You can listen to them when you're going through the drive-thru and getting yourself a mocha chocolate and a muffin, right? You do you. That's cool. I love that. And then I'm not going to be on for a little while. And then what I'm going to do is when I come back, I'm going to come back to you in March and I'm going to come back to you with some stories for some ladies that I am training to do a half marathon in Myrtle Beach. So we're training here in Kalamazoo and then we're traipsing off to Myrtle Beach in caravan style, and we're going to run the Myrtle Beach Half Marathon. Well, 
I can't run right now. Again, that's another story, but I'm there bitching call girl. And I do that because I love it. I love it. I bring my bike to the races that I that I um, support my ladies in. I carry their shoes. I carry their snacks. I'm there to give them a little encouragement. Sometimes I bike alongside them, whatever they need to keep going. For some of them, it's going to be a pretty fast race. For some of them, they're worried whether or not they're going to get the cutoff. The women in your turn are, oh, they're so fabulous. And, and they're of all variety of ladies. We got professionals and we've got people who are stay-at-home moms and people who are out of work, looking for work, wishing they had some goddamn work, right? We've got some slim girls. I got a woman in my group right now who has talked about having issues with being so slim, right? And I've got some girls who've talked about issues with being so heavy. It's hard to move sometimes, right? I got the entire gamut. I got ladies who run seven, eight minute miles and I've got ladies who run about a 20 minute mile. And no, I don't call them joggers. They're running. They're either running or they're walking. You could do one of the same, right? Pick one, but that's the one you're doing, right? Some of them do both. Some of them walk and run, which is also very cool. Whatever you need to do to get to the finish line, right? As long as you're standing up. We do do, a, I do talk a lot about hips to nips exercises. We'll do that on here too. And what I mean by that is your core, right? But I like to call it from your hips to your nipples, right? We got to make sure that those are strong so that you can stand upright when you're doing some of this other bullshit, right? Because you do not want to come in the finish line hunched over like the hunchback of Notre Dame. That is not for a good finish line photo. Now, I know nothing about podcasting. This is the last thing I'm going to share before we move on to the very first episode of this podcast. This is like, they call this the introduction. So literally today, today, the day that I'm recording this, I decided I had all the equipment, which I'm not using any of it right now because I was inspired. I had all the equipment. I'm upstairs. All the podcasters say, go to a small, quiet room if you don't have a studio, which, you know, I don't have a studio. I have five children. I go up to my bedroom. My husband and I bought a new bed for Christmas, and I love it. Shout out to the puffy. Um, Anyway, I go up to my bedroom. I get into my bed. My bed is one of my favorite places to be. Literally, it's, it's the best bed ever, and I'm not even giving him a plug. They don't even know who I am. But the puffy bed is seriously awesome. So I get in. I got It's a remote control bed. So I put the back up. I put the legs up. I'm in my perfect position. I've got all my shit. I've got my microphone. I've got this thing called Focusrite, which they told me was really good that I don't know how to use. And I'm watching the podcasts, right? Oh, and I got my headphones. You should see me. I look, I would look super professional if I weren't in my bed, in my pajamas with my bird comforter. I love birds. Birds are like freedom. I love them. They're awesome. Anyway, trying not to get off topic. So I'm in my bed. I'm going to do my, I've decided I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do my very first introduction podcast. So I go up to my room. I get all my stuff set up. I watch another YouTube video on how to do it because I can't remember. And I'm taking notes because I'm a note taker. So I'm taking my notes and I'm like, okay. The one lady that I'm listening to says, all right, get a grab, get a drink of water and breathe 
and get started. So I was like, all right, motherfucker, let's get this done. We can do this. Like, I know your turn. I've been doing your turn since 2011. I know I've done absolutely everything except for the time when I didn't do much of anything. We'll get to that. I've had a few hard years in the middle here. But I've done absolutely everything other than those few things I didn't do. So I know these stories like the back of my hand. I can name almost every human that I've touched during this journey. Like for real, because they've made a huge impact on me. I don't need notes. I don't need to like rehearse. I know your turn. I actually created with Don Marciniak years ago, your turn. But I'm the one who's still hanging around, still doing it, right? So anyway, I'm all ready to go. Everything's plugged in. It's not working. I can't figure out why it's not working. My microphone isn't picking up on this thing called audacity. That's what they told me to use. Microphone's not picking up. I don't know why. So I go back. I watch another YouTube. I'm totally fine. I'm completely zen. I've meditated today. I meditate regular. You'll hear about that too. I've meditated. I'm in a good place. I got my vortex going on as this... Uh, Abraham Hicks likes to call it. I'm in my vortex. I'm not going to get flustered. And I don't know why my microphone isn't working. All right. Watch the YouTube. The guy tells me what to do. I've gone to the settings. I've made sure that I've clicked on the, 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 the right things. Still not working. Oh, fuck. All right. Try it again. Watch a different YouTube. Maybe this YouTube guy don't know what he's talking about. So I listen to somebody else. They go through the same stuff. It's like a 14-minute video. I'm now 30 minutes in and I haven't done shit other than drink my soda water, which is, I love soda, so I try not to drink soda. And so instead I drink this soda water, which is, yeah, again, small steps to healthy living. We'll get to that. I turn on this lady and I am like, if this doesn't work, I'm done. Like, I'm going to put it away. This is something I'm doing for pleasure. This is something I'm wanting to do. I do not want this to be a miserable experience. So, last hitch. The girl says, I'm literally going to take you from the very beginning of how to do a podcast. I'm thinking... Right, that's what everyone else says. You've got to plug this into your computer. Plugged in, check. Download the software. It's already done, check. Blah, 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 whatever. Now we're ready to start recording. Good, that's what I want to know. She says, I'm not even lying here. The first thing you got to do is turn your microphone on oh for fuck's sakes my microphone was off well of course it wasn't working who knew I had to turn it on it was like plugged in Ugh. so that was my very first experience and then I recorded my first introduction podcast it was horrible I actually finished I took almost two hours to edit it I did learn how to edit I edited a lot I edited almost the entire thing. I was worried I was going to offend somebody. Then I was worried. And I was like, finally, this is really good and really boring and not me at all. 
And so I said to my friend, do you ever do Marco Polo? So I do Marco Polo. I Marco Polo, my friend. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm done. I did my first introduction podcast and it was terrible. It was so boring. I don't even know that I could stand listening to it. I was horrible. I mean, I've met me. You like listening to me. I've got friends. I mean, not a ton, but I've got five kids, right? I can't have a lot of friends. But my friends aren't bored when they're with me. They might be embarrassed, but they're not bored. Like, who the fuck was that girl? I don't even know who she was. That's terrible. I said, you know what? Here's the thing. It's done. I have all the right information on there. Like I told them what I was going to do. I followed the outline of what the podcasters told me makes a good podcast. Yeah, I did it. I did all that stuff. And it was so boring. It was horrible. So my next podcast is going to totally be me. It's going to totally be me. I clicked off the Marco Polo. I went through the rest of my day. My kid had to go to um, roller skating tonight for school, which is, you know, awful. And um, I had to drive the old car, which is awful because I'm pulling into the parking lot with all these people that I know and don't know. And yet my car is clunking because we don't have time to get it fixed and the mechanic didn't get back to us and my brother's going to fix it, but he's got to order the parts and see if he can get, you know, use the, use his ex-wife's garage and the air tools. And so I'm literally driving a car that when you turn the steering wheel, it clunks and it sounds like I'm an airplane. Like it sounds like I'm about to blast off into outer space. So I'm doing that and I'm parking next to these really nice cars and I'm trying not to be embarrassed because you know I know we've got a nice car and I know that this is going to be fixed and I know it's not a really big deal and yet you know here I go so I'm going in there right totally normal I'm in there and now I'm going to download the music which is going to get me started and all of this stuff to put it together where it's going to sound so polished so that's what I do the whole time and the whole time I'm thinking That is literally the most boring podcast I've ever listened to in my life. And they are never going to get past the introduction. And then I think, but if I'm really me, they might never come back. So I pondered this literally for a while. I come home, I'm freezing cold because they have the rink so freezing cold at the roller rink because everyone else is roller skating and I'm not roller skating. I'm literally sitting on one hand at a time under my butt because it is so cold my fingers are freezing off and I wish I would have brought my wool mittens come home we have a hot tub see I can afford a nice car we have a hot tub I get in the hot tub warm myself up talking to my friend on the phone I'm like I don't know what to do the podcast is so boring I said maybe I should just do one that sounds like me and let the chips fall where they may either you're gonna love me And you and I are going to fall in love and we're going to have this super duper fun relationship, right? Or you're going to hate me and you're never going to listen again. And here's the thing. I won't know because I don't know you. Like not yet, not unless we built a relationship, right? So I decide I'm going to do that. Not today though, because now it's late and I'm super tired. I go to bed messing around with the music thing again I think I got the music I like that sort of has the right tone right 
and I turn my computer off. My husband comes home from hockey and we watch Shit's Creek because that is so funny and we go to sleep. And then I wake up. I wake up, well, because my husband wanted to have sex with me and so that's why I woke up. And then after we were done with that, then I was totally awake. And I was thinking, why wait? Why wait? You work tomorrow, which is true because I have a real job too. You work tomorrow. Saturday is full. My kids play hockey. Plus my other kid's going to do a swim meet. You, you do all that on Saturday. Sunday you've got your your turn group, right? And I like to make soup on Sundays. And I'm making, um, we're vegetarians most of the time. And I'm making vegetarian stroganoff, which takes for gosh darn ever. And I was thinking, you're not going to get to do this until Monday. Just get up. Do the podcast that's really, really you. Don't plug in all the other bullshit. Don't do all the stuff. Just go downstairs on your phone with your headphones and say it like you mean it. So that's what I'm doing right now. It's midnight. It's literally midnight. This is the podcast, friends. This is what you get. I curse a ton. I'm excruciatingly honest which sometimes people find offensive. But I like to think, if I can't be honest with you, then we shouldn't have a relationship. You also can be honest with me. If you want to be honest with me and tell me that you think I suck, that's cool. You do you, right? It only is going to make me feel bad if I think I suck. And I don't. I used to think I sucked. I'm way past thinking I suck now. So you do you. I'm going to do me. The next episode that you listen to is going to be my beginning story. I'm going to talk about how I got ready on my weight loss journey. Weight loss journey. I'm going to tell you how, I don't know, whatever, whatever's on there. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do that on Monday, totally doing that on Monday. And all of these podcasts are going to be unedited. I've decided I'm going to give you the real me. And either we're going to have a relationship and be best friends, or this is not going to be something that you want. And I'm not going to pretend, and I don't want you to do that either. So if you're looking for a little bit of real life, if you're looking for some, I like to call them um, Joe Biden gaffes, you can, we can agree or disagree politically, but this, isn't, this isn't really political, but I love Joe Biden gaffes. I mean, I can't say I live for them because I certainly don't seek them out, but I love it when he says it and it's like way wrong. I'm going to do some of that and then I'm going to say, yeah, that isn't right. Or sometimes my story gets a little embellished and you'll hear me say, oh my God, that was a lie. That happens more often than you can imagine and I call myself out on it, right? There's going to be times where I'm going to say, you know what? I just said that and I think I was wrong. That's not what I meant. I mean this. Or I'm not going to catch it in time. And maybe I'll catch it. Or maybe you'll catch it. And you'll be like, Mel, that shit was wrong. And I'll be like, yeah, either I agree or I disagree. But again, unedited, completely honest, total no bullshit podcast about the truth of women's health. All of the health. Like the sexual health, meaning, hey, you know what? They're your holes. Do what you want with them, right? 
They're yours. No one gets to know what you do with you unless you share it. And then that's on you, right? Then you might get judged. And, you know, again, you do you. But sexually, those are your holes. Girls, use them. Have fun with them. They can be so fun. And they can be super messy and, and you know, grody too. Because I got that too. Because I'm a girl. I got all the parts, right? I'm also going to be real with you about what we eat, right? You know in real life that hot dogs are really not your best friend. Now, that doesn't mean maybe you don't want to eat a hot dog. Like for real. Jimmy and I, my, my husband and I, started living a vegetarian lifestyle years ago. But you know what? I love me a hot dog. I don't know what the fuck they put in there other than like horse's ass and shit. Like, I don't know. All I know is it is literally one of the foods that if I were going to eat meat, I would eat that. I would not eat like this pure, beautiful steak and all of that good stuff. No, I would literally have a hot dog or a bratwurst. I love bratwurst. Oh God, I love a bratwurst, right? With tons of onions and nothing but mustard. That's how I like it. Onion and mustard. Now, granted, I haven't had one in a while. Maybe I've forgotten what they taste like, but seriously, I'm not judging you for eating it. And I don't want to be judged for eating like shit food that I know isn't good for me. Like go talk to my favorite man, my bread dealer. I would literally, I actually have eaten almost only bread for days in a row. My friend once said to me, like, do you think maybe you should kind of call off the focaccia? And I was like, fuck no, it is so good. I can't stop myself. And then I stopped the focaccia and I traded it for a baguette because he does like this garlic baguette. It is so good. If you want to know my bread dealer, I'll tell you. And... I'm going to also say we should literally not just eat bread for days. It's bad. Like, it's just bad. Our body needs more than that, right? Moving. I'm going to tell you, moving is really good for us. And I know that our joints sometimes hurt. I got a, I got a couple of physical things that I got right now. Sometimes I don't want to, right? I don't want to. But here's the deal. I got to do my yoga every day. We'll talk about why, but I got to do my yoga every day. Now, do I? No. And then what happens? God, I can't figure out why my fucking back went out. Oh, hi, Mel. Maybe because you haven't been doing your yoga. Okay, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's true. Do your yoga for a few days. Oh, I actually feel better. That actually has just recently been happening. So that's why this is very fresh on my mind because today I did yoga and I was able to bend over and touch the floor, which yesterday I wasn't able to touch the floor. And tomorrow I'll get up and do yoga before I go to work. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It only has to take a few minutes. It's not a big deal. For real, we make it out to be a bigger deal. No one says you got to move like an endurance athlete if you don't want to. If you want to, it's totally awesome and we can talk you through how to do that. But if you don't want to, Okay, you do you, but it doesn't mean that you can't do a little walk, friends. Seriously, 
it is actually good for you. You were literally given your body to use it. I know that sounds completely fucked up, but you know, whatever. Again, you do you. There's no judgment here. There's no shame here. I feel like we get that from everywhere else. You're not going to get that from me, but you are going to get a little dose of reality because we all actually know this. You know it. Like, I know that you do. Like, you do. And I do. Now, do we follow it all the time? No. Sometimes we don't. All right. That's cool. Sometimes I have hot fudge sundaes for dinner with brownies and whipping cream because I make it fresh. And I love that because not only do I have a bread dealer, I also have a milk dealer and I've got an egg dealer. I don't do drugs anymore, so I like to call them my dealers. Actually, when my bread dealer found it, I called him my bread dealer. He said, that makes me feel sort of seedy. <laughs> I said, I love that. I actually do love that. I, I want to be wilder than I am. And I'm a mom of five and I've got two grandkids and a grandbaby on the way. So it isn't appropriate. Or if that's your life, it is. And again, you do you, right? No judgment over here. But I'm not going to lie to you either. The one thing I'll tell you that I don't do ever, I won't do it for you. And if you ask the your turn ladies, you'll know I don't do it for them. I literally don't do whiny excuses. You've got two choices. Now, you can choose them or not, but you got two. You do it or you don't do it. Don't come crying well, because, no, you should have said no. That's on you, friend. Just like when I don't do it, it's on me. You got to take some fucking ownership for the shit you're in. And chances are the first ownership you've got to take is saying yes to someone who's taking the time away from you taking time for you. And if you can't do that, well, again, you do you. No judgment. But that's literally, you could probably hear it in my voice, that's literally the one thing that I just don't do very well. I don't have a lot of empathy. Like when my daughter fell and broke her leg and started crying, granted, I didn't know it was broken. I thought she was being a big baby and was like, if you didn't want to go to class tonight, she was going to night school at the time, college. You should have just said you didn't want to go, but you don't have to pretend like you broke your leg, right? Well, come to find out, she actually did break her leg. Again, another super duper long story. I'm sure at some point I'll tell it, like the whole version. But again, I get off track often. I'm like a dog that sees a squirrel, then a different animal that he wants to chase. So my point is, is that's the only thing that I really can't do very well. I just don't want to. I've lived my life. You've lived yours. We've all made choices right? Your health is not anyone else's responsibility. When I think about health, I think about, I came in here with a certain degree of health. It is my choice to keep it up to at least that standard or not. Now I get it. You can say, Mel, I got cancer. We got ladies in the year turn group that have cancer that literally right now have cancer. 
And literally, she just posted the other day that she did this workout, right? I get that it might not be the right time for you right now. And I get that. I do. And I've got a lot of empathy for that. And no one says that you have to do it all at this very minute, right? But you've got to take some ownership for the health that you can control. The cancer, as I was just talking to this woman who came over the other day, just finished her last cancer treatment. The cancer, she's from out east, she calls it the cancer. People buy her dinner because she's got the cancer, which I know I don't sound like I'm from out east and I probably sound like an idiot and that's okay too. That's I get that that's different, right? But there's some things that we choose to neglect and we choose to neglect them mostly because we choose to take care of other people so well. And there's not a lot of people who are going to be spending their time looking out for you. So if you don't demand that, if you don't say, this is mine and I'm taking ownership and by doing that, I'm going to tell you no. If you don't do that, literally no one is going to do that for you. No one. So you need to decide. You need to decide. We'll talk about more later. So this is what the podcast is. It's me. I'm going to share some stories. It's the Your Turn Ladies. They're going to share some stories. It's the fitness people. They're going to share some stories. I'd like to say I've got a favorite nutritionist or dietitian. I sort of do, but she is so far above my pay grade that sometimes it's hard for me to digest what she's talking about. And Amy, if you're listening, I totally love you. And there's very few people who are making their own homemade goo. Now, it isn't to say we shouldn't, but, you know, we're really probably not doing that. And I think you are literally the best I've ever met in my entire life. So there's that, right? So maybe she'll come on. And she'll confuse the shit out of you, which is totally awesome because she's got so many incredible stories to share. She's an iron woman. She's, oh, I mean, like for real. Okay, so we're going to do all those things. We're going to laugh together. We're going to cry together. You're going to be like, oh, when you hear Bert's story, Bert is almost every year turn lady is like my favorite lady. It's like my kids. I say to them in all earnestness and honesty, you are so my favorite. And then the other one does something and I say, oh my God, no, you are my favorite. And I actually mean it both times. Well, five times because I have so many kids and I do the same thing with my grandkids and my husband because he's literally my favorite too. And I feel that way about all of my year turn ladies. They are literally my favorites. Like Jenny, I mean, again, I can't list them all, but they are all my favorite. I totally love them. And you're going to meet them. You're going to meet them and you're going to fall in love with them. And you're going to be so inspired by them. And you're going to wish to God you lived in Kalamazoo so you could do this shit with them. But I can offer you the next best thing. You can join our community, right, on our Facebook group. I don't do Twitter and I don't do Instagram because I suck at pictures and and to me, tweeting is only for politicians and for people who are trying to make money. And I do love money and want to make a lot of money and all of those things. And I don't want to do Twitter. So 
my deal is Facebook. Why? Because I'm like in my 40s and that's what I get. That's what I know how to do. The other stuff, maybe some of the other stuff will come along. Like I was listening to this lady talk about Pinterest. And a lot of ladies I know love Pinterest. And I don't know how to do it, nor do I have the time to deal with it. So, but maybe, maybe. We'll see. But for right now, if you're interested in more, listen to the next episode. You're going to hear about my fat journey. You're going to hear about my skinny journey. I actually got too skinny. I'll tell you that too. I was so hot. Like seriously, I was so fucking sexy. It's crazy. Like if I were a guy or, you know, a lesbian, I would totally have wanted to touch me all day long. And, you know, again, my whole is my body. I can do what I want. But I'm just saying I got so hot. And I still actually think I'm super hot and I'm not that thin anymore, which looks better and, you know, whatever. So that's what we're doing. This is a no holes barred kind of thing. I am so excited to possibly meet you or for you to tell me that I'm super shitty because that'll be so fun too. Or for you to just give me another chance and we'll see what happens. So it's now quarter after midnight. I don't know how long this first podcast is, but this is our maiden voyage of Your Turn Women podcast signing off. Have a great night or morning or afternoon, you know, whenever you're listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.